At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now the Steelers' third loss starting in a row. Here's the Hail Mary pass for the end zone scrum. And it is a touchback, an interception. Interception made by LaMarcus Joyner, his second of the game. And that ends it at Akershore Stadium. Well, today's a day you got to lead with your chin, Steelers Nation. You got to ball up your fist, narrow your focus. You got to bite down hard on your mouth guard because it's about to get bumpy. And Max, first of all, glad you traveled well, glad you traveled safe. How were your travails last night as you moseyed your way back to Phoenix? Uh, I I made it home. That's that's uh, that's good. Oh, that's a good we thing. can ask for. I made it home. It was uh, it was it was it was a you know it was a long day. It was a long day. I would say um, so. You know, getting in the night before about about eleven about eleven fifteen. Do you remember what time zone? It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was I was like I was like, what time would that be in normal? <laughs> so. I mean, essentially, I was in Pittsburgh for 17 hours. There you go. All right. So, so it was. Um, so yeah. So just a little tired this morning, but full of energy, ready, ready to talk about this game. But yeah, I made it back, and I'm here. We're we're here, and we're here to discuss all of the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> there you go. Well, I can tell you this: I was disturbed enough that I woke up. I don't know, probably like quarter to three and I ended up watching the game over again uh for you know just kind of reviewing the film for about an hour or so about four I think I decided to give it back up and go back to try to get some sleep that's how disturbed I was though because of the fact there was there was there was such promise percolating for a while yesterday and there still is promise percolating um you know as well as I do you got to lick your wounds for 24 hours but this is the type of deal that 
you know, it's it's kind of you got to narrow your focus here, and you've got to kind of reestablish some norms for yourself, understanding that things aren't going the way they planned. You know, the the offseason plan was to go out and get a Mitch Trubisky. The offseason plan was hopefully they could get Kenny Pickett if they were able to draft him. The offseason plan was that the defense was going to be resilient and strong and, and dominant and carry the team. But, you know, those plans now, um, they're out the window basically. But what is still there is the fighting spirit and culture of that locker room. And to me, that's where you've got to lay your hopes and your rest on. On those guys in the locker room, they got to find within themselves that which they need to go ride into Buffalo because this is this is going to be stormy weather here. Yeah, well, I, the genie's out the bottle, Wolf. Yes, uh, yeah. You cannot you you cannot stuff KP eight back in the proverbial rookie bottle. Um, he came out, he debuted, and as a team, now. Where do we go from here? That that that's that's really what it is because technically, on, you can only go up from here, right? Right. Because you are at the lowest point, sitting at one and three. Um, you know, everybody nationally is talking about you. Um, good, bad, indifferent. You're getting talked about. Um, you could say it's a balance of positive and negative, but I think the biggest thing that kind of gnaws at my crawl, so to speak, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the best way of putting it. Wolf gnaws at my crawl. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's that there are so many good things and plays and people, but we can't get them all on the same page to fire at the same time to hit on all cylinders like like all the spark plugs in a V8, right? You need all them babies hitting <laughs> for you to get that that beautiful purr in the engine. Um it that that's the frustrating part for me, right? You'll see you'll see great blocks and then you know, a guy misses a hole or right. you you you'll get the protection blocked up and the receiver doesn't catch it or Everybody's running this great route that's going to be a game-changing play, and you get leakage in the pass protection. Um, Great wham block, but the double team, somebody falls off Mm -hmm. at the last second. Like all these just little – and then defensively, guys shooting the wrong gap, guys trying to overplay their position, or guys, I will say this, hesitating when they have a known hit on the quarterback guys kind of expecting something and the illusion of gets them uh, getting bit on a reverse touchdown to a quarterback coming off a knee surgery. Like it's just all of those little things here and there. And that, that that's frustrating. That's frustrating because if you clean up those couple of here and there plays, this team could be completely different. Um, you know, I enjoy watching Kenny Pickett go in. Um, you know, was I curious and and a little disappointed it happened the way it did? Yes, I'll say that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say that. It bothered me a little bit. Right. But I do appreciate the spark. But also, 
here was the other part of it, three interceptions. And one of those was not his fault. Right. Other two, I will, I will say they're his fault. Because if you intended for the ball to go out of bounds, you know how to throw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. You were trying to you tried to pull a fifty fifty and it was the other fifty. Well, it's a, one that, of those things when you're a young buck. You got a rush hot in your face, it's late in the game, and you're trying to make a play without trying to make a play. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's the fifty yeah. fifty thing you're talking about. It was Sex Panther. Sixty percent of the time it works all the time. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. He, and he has he had full on swag. I mean, you know, he he was definitely you know he he, had he was mojo getting it. He was, yes, he was. The mojo the mojo was flowing. The mojo was flowing. But I mean, you know, that's just the tough part about it. And that, and that's what Steeler fans are going to have to understand. You've called for it. You're getting it right now. You must live with it. Yep. Because it is a process with a rookie quarterback. Y'all have not had to deal with this for two decades. And as a guy who lived through a rookie quarterback, because I was a rookie with him, I know the numbers can be staggering, but this is this is a 2004 NFL football. <laughs> yep. You know, it. this isn't run, run the ball, ground and pound, strategic play action pass, keep the throws under 20 throws total. Um to be successful and have a very stingy defense. This is not that, ladies and gentlemen. So do not make the comparisons. All you can do is celebrate the growth. And that that's how we have to approach this whole scenario. But I think even bigger than that, Wolf, it's more so our defense. Uh, I was wondering where you're going to get to the point. Because the point really isn't the offense at this point anymore. No. You know, it not. really isn't. You know, the thing about it is, and what, one of the things that I, I, I was just talking with somebody, with Ryan Lamartina, right, we're talking about and go, you know, the thing with changing with Kenny and putting Kenny in there, and look, I, I was in favor of, of hanging on to, to, to uh, Mitch because, you know, I, I, I'm one of those guys I like the vets, okay? But it's not to say Kenny – you didn't spark. He did. He did exactly what you wanted him to do. But this is the, the fearsome thing about it. What happens if it doesn't work? And that's the problem that you get to, and that's what they're facing now. You know, and, and I, I think it's like you said, the genie's out of the bottle. I think you got to move forward now. This starts the Kenny era. I think in, in my mind, because if you start wavering around, you start dealing, ma- making, making things look like you're, you're panicking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. You know, if you start to waver and you can't, you're just going to have steel resolve, and it's like you said. You know, you, you got to be ready to go now, okay? So with Kenny, and I believe you me, I believe Kenny's ready mentally. I think he's ready He's ready to go. He's going to learn some things physically that he's got to do and uh, is, is going to be limited to or and can capitalize on. But mentally, I think he's tough enough to handle it. Even when you make a critical mistake like he made when he threw that ball to Fryermuth, uh, you know, and hoping to throw it out of bounds. I mean, he knows, like you said, he knows how to throw it out of bounds. And he was just, when you get 50 50 on something, you get a 50 50 result. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's a question Are you prepared? This is worst case scenario. Okay. Are you prepared that if Kenny Pickett, 
is 0-4 that you continue down the path as a starter. Yeah. I mean, this okay. is what everybody's got to come to some sort of understanding. Again, it's going to okay. be about how he's – if he's improving. You know, and that's the key. Yeah. If he's improving – and it could be a slight improvement. It could be a big improvement. We don't know. This young man is gifted. He's got great talents, great ability, you know. But the fact is, you're about to go to Buffalo, and then you got the Bucks. Then you got uh, what the Dolphs, Dolphins, and then you yeah, got the and Eagles. Then the Eagles. Yeah, um, that's a little. That's that's some rough rough road there. Gauntlet is what they call that. Gauntlet. Yeah. Do you remember that movie with uh, Clint Eastwood, The Gauntlet? Yeah. Uh, no, but I do remember the gauntlet from American Gladiators. Mm, okay. But no, there was a movie, uh, it had, uh, oh, okay. Clint, East- Clint Eastwood. He's taking uh, a prisoner, uh, back, trying to keep the prisoner safely when, uh, a lot of bad, bad people wanted to kill him or something. Oh, was he a marshal? Was he a I US can't remember. I think so. He was some sort of officer, you know. Hey, okay. you know, it's, I don't know why I'm getting off on this thing, but probably because I was up at 3 a.m. watching the, I was the say, game. It, try- Delirium is real. Delirium, Delirium is yes, real. I, it can happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I didn't get to bed till midnight, but it was more so because I just, <clears throat> you know, time changes kind of kind of got me. I don't have any idea how you can handle the time zone changes. That's like wow, wop wop wop. You just go back and forth, and it's like beating yourself up. Yeah. Well, no, you know, normally because normally I leave on a Friday because mm. I usually have a college game, so I've, oh, had, I've had that day to adjust. Yeah. Uh, this week I did not have a college game, so I came in literally on the non, the only nonstop from Pittsburgh to, from, from Phoenix to Pittsburgh, and it just happened to be one of those flights. I left at four p.m. my time, but I showed up at eleven fifteen your time. So <laughs> it, it was like I was like I just lost all that time. There we go. Oh um, no. And then you get to the hotel. I, I, you know, I purposely made sure I did not turn the TV on to check any college scores or anything um, because I knew that I would not get to sleep if I was trying to catch up on all my college stuff. But I am here today, and I could say that I am uh, a little tired for the first time ever, but we're going to get energized because I just found an energy drink in my little mini fridge. Oh, isn't that so nice? I am. Maybe I'm the good so lady I'm a, I'm a Tiffany did she stock up your fridge while you were gone? Maybe, huh? No, she she was out of town. Oh, she was, the whole family was out of town. Like they left Friday because my daughters um, danced in the Disneyland uh, Halloween parade. Oh, okay. They, so their little dance troupe went out there and they danced to that, which was awesome uh, for them. So they were they were they were absolutely wiped when I got home. Okay, they were there from Friday through Sunday, and they went to the park right all the way up until they went to the airport. Ah, so okay. How long they, a flight they're, they're, is that? It's not a big flight, is it? 45 minutes. Oh, is that all? Wow. Yeah. It's a short hop, skip, and a jump to Santa Ana from, uh, okay. from here. But, uh, but yeah. So, so yeah. So, our whole family is tired. My youngest, you know, Quincy. Quincy is, she's funny. She was like, <laughs> she's like, Daddy, uh, I, I'm tired and I'm sore. I was like, well, sweetie, that's what happens when you work out and yep. you do stuff. Because, you know, they're doing their entire choreography uh, down Main Street in Disney for like two and a half miles. Really? Wow. And it's just, yeah. So, I mean, and, and they did. And their group was last. So they had to like stop at certain points, you know, because the parade kind of slows up. And so the fact that they made it through that and then still went to the park the rest of the evening and then got up at 530 a.m., the next morning for 
like the dancer appreciation, like breakfast, and they had access to like a little part part of the park they opened up for them to to, to really? go for everybody else How came cool in. How cool was that? Yeah, it was it was super, and and they looked super adorable. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. So I mean, so when you think about that, it's like okay, yeah. This whole our whole hi- household is uh, dragging a li- just a smidge <laughs> this morning, and we're normally spry. But my wife got up at four thirty this morning, oh which she goodness. normally does every day because oh she deals goodness. with East Coast time for a lot of her work. So, oh, I, yeah, I, I applaud her. I applaud. I couldn't do it. Oh, I that's just over. no. I can no, roll over no. at four thirty. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Tip of the cap to Miss Tiffany. My goodness, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's iron duty, man. That that that'll hurt. All right, the Steelers yeah. are now they're one and three max. All right, now you know okay. as well as I do. You what? You lick your wounds for twenty four hours, but you got to twenty four whole hours. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to reload <laughs> because what's waiting in Buffalo is the the Bills Mafia and maybe the best quarterback in the NFL, uh, quite possibly Josh Allen. I mean, uh, a, a maniac following in Western New York. There's an awful lot there, man. Um, this is going to be just reloading on this and getting everybody. Pulling oars in the same direction and getting refocused is going to take some some good coaching. It's going to take some refocusing. It's going to take a lot of guys doubling down on effort. Well, and they just beat the Ravens too, by the way. They did. With a field goal. So this is a team that's looking to get back on track. You know, they got sidetracked down in Miami. The entire secondary is down. So this is a formidable team offensively and defensively. The challenge is going to be there. So, you know, when I'm thinking about offensive line, you better you better lick your wounds and get ready for what is coming because Buffalo built their defense to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. So, they they're definitely looking at you like, oh, good, we're not the Chiefs, though, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we are not the Chiefs, so they don't have to worry about so, you know. So said no one ever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but but I think that that's kind of where you're at. But, you know, we'll see the health of the secondary. And then offensively, like you said, Josh Allen and company. He brings a company with him. The only weakness they have is that they're not a strong run run team, which will play play within our within our game plan, hopefully. Right. Um, hopefully they do not find a run game against us. But, I mean, yeah, So so we have to learn a lot from this Jets game. And like you said, we get 24 hours to kind of digest, mourn, weep, cry, well, whatever it is, wail, yelp, whatever it is. Um, get it out your system. But 4 p.m. today is gone. It's over. No more rearview mirror. Only strictly looking through the front glass from this point forward. Less than six hours to complete the licking of the wounds here. All right. I mean, that's that's exactly where you're at because you, you don't have no time. You know, I can I can hear Rocky Balboa talking to Apollo Creed. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. You know, I mean, this is this is going to be one of those games. And I, this is one of the things that I've been in, in a similar situation. 89, we, we got creamed the first two games. And so you get to that point where you are backed against the wall and you know that if you don't pull it together, the whole year is really resting on a downhill slide, a, 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 a trail as, as thin as a house of cards. You know what I mean? Knock one card out and it's Jenga all over again. So you look at this, and in my mind, I'm already kind of getting ramped up, and, and I know that uh, 
I still have six hours, less than six hours to kind of just be morose. But it's like I'm looking at Buffalo and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, these guys here, they're going to have to really pull it together because there's – and we're going to start with the, the good and the bad and the ugly coming up as we move along here. But uh, certainly um, they, they, they've got to be able to reload at some point during this week, man, because otherwise I don't even want to contemplate the otherwise. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I, I don't want to contemplate that either. But, yeah, I mean, if, if you are a group of your salt and you're accountable, it's painful. Like I said, walking into that team meeting today, Ooh. you know, you got to wear a little extra padding on the backside. Yeah, maybe a lead shield, yeah. you know, you yeah. going for yeah. x-rays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, lead shield, and, the, and you know what? You might need to get a little fat layer, so you're, you're not as thin skin. Got that covered. You know? Yeah, exactly. You got got to be a little bit thicker in the skin department this week. Um, because I'm, I'm it, covered it, for it's, that it's one. It's going to get real. Yeah, yeah. It's about to get real. Okay. How about we go take a break, Max? And when we come back, we're going to start in with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Coming up right here on SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I wanted to win, um, you know, more than anything. So I, I don't know why I proved uh, to anybody about it. You know, we didn't win, so that's one thing we didn't do. So that's really my only focus. And that's exactly where his focus needs to be. And I like the way he just kind of led there with uh, the focus being only on the winning. You know, don't get into all the uh, ceramics, as, as my offensive line coach used to say. Don't get into all the ceramics and details of, of why things aren't going well. Just know where you got to go and, and buckle up and make sure you get others on board with you. Max, we've got uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Shall we start off with the first good, the spark that happened when you have Kenny Pickett come into the game, and again, this is something you could hear the crowd was yelling for it. They wanted it. Um, but regardless, it's Mike Tomlin and uh, Matt Canada that have to make that decision and be comfortable enough to turn that offense over to the young man. They were confident enough that he could do what he needed to do, and he certainly proved it early on, did he not? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he proved that you know things look a little different under him, uh, Kenny's more likely to run and get get the yardage when it presents itself. Um, he's going to be quick to make a decision, quick to throw the football. Um, all of those things were on display. And, you know, he, both him and Mitch both threw 13 passes apiece. Right. Um, he completed three more um, than Mitch. Technically, he would have went for a perfect passer rating, but – Defensive players kind of mess that up. Yeah, I hate when that and, happens. Yeah, exactly. You hate when a defense messes up what an <laughs> offense is trying to do, except for when it's your own defense. Um, but, you know, I, I thought that, you know, he, he brought a, a different swag to the huddle, right? You know, he, he just – he had this type of kind of just shoulder shrug type, type of thing, like, hey, let's go play ball. And you, you saw him will – 
uh, a lot of guys around him and him also taking the onus on himself, right, scoring two rushing touchdowns. The first one, defense answered kindly with a uh, with a pick. We thought, it was, we thought it was a Minka pick six, but he stepped out his left heel uh, right at the five-yard line. That was a close lineman. one. That was close. It was so close. It was so close. But at the same time, we put it in on third down, and Kenny gets across the line for the first score. So why don't we – it was pretty cool. Let's take a listen to it. All right. Kenny's first touchdown. All right. Everything in tight. Third and goal. Pickett, second effort. He's in. Second effort. Got Pickett into the end zone for his first career touchdown. And the Steelers have forged ahead. You know, the first thing I thought about after he spiked the ball, I was like, I hope somebody gets the ball for him. You want that first yeah. one. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know it's funny. He spikes it. The guy—I forgot who picked it up and handed it back to him. He was running to the huddle, and then he and then, and then he threw it again. But luckily, Deontay <laughs> Johnson caught it, tossed it over to Big Lou in the equipment department, so that they could keep his first touchdown ball. Well, the Steelers go up thirteen ten, and first of all, I love the fact that Kenny just took that ball and went head first in their goal. You know what I mean? And it, it took some extra help from some of the guys behind, some of the guys in front, but he finally was able to get into the end zone, and it was a good job of squeezing in there. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was very similar to the uh, the, the sneak play before on that drive, remember? Right, on the third Where, or fourth and one? Yeah, he yeah just no, it was a third, it was third, a third and, one? and one. Yeah, third yeah, and one. I can't remember. Cause, yeah, because we, we only converted one-fourth down, so yeah. So that's why I remember it. Uh, actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Sorry, that, that would be the Jets. No, we 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 didn't go for it on fourth down. So it was third uh, and one. It was you third and need. one. See, I can't. I I literally can't yeah. remember. It was somewhere in the middle of the night when I was reviewing the film. And I no, wait a second. No, no, it was fourth and one. Oh, would you stop? It. Forget it. <laughs> no, I I no, I look. I looked at the sheet. I looked at the okay. sheet. I used the cheat sheet. It was was a fourth and one, and he did convert it. Needed, needed, remember that was the one that was kind of like the nose of the football. Right. They needed they needed less than one, and he got like two or two or three. He do, he dove in behind Mason Cole and James Daniels to get it. I remember it now. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that was just a different. There was no hesitation. It was just pull the trigger and go, which I, which I did love. Oh, no question about it. And then of course, uh, Kenny comes right back after the Steelers defense holds on another. Scoring drive, and he carries the ball in from the two-yard line on a 13-play drive, making it 20-10. to 10. Let's listen to that one. Play pool, jet motion, play action, fake. Pickett's going to run, get to the goal line, touchdown, Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, his second of the game, second of his career, and the Steelers open up a little breathing room. You know, the interesting thing about that one was as you pointed out on the broadcast, you take a look, Kevin Dotson was into the end zone. If he had thrown that ball, a la if you saw – well, you probably didn't see the game last night with uh, with Kansas City and Tampa. But, uh, you yeah. know, Mahomes was doing Mahomes things, you know, and a little shot put of a pass into a touchdown in the end zone. He threw a, pa a ball. I mean, if he had done something like that, it probably would have been called back. We've had some situations and problems with guys getting down the field on some of those RPOs. Because we, you know, you know as well as I do, you, the offensive line thinks you're running the ball, you know, and the, and the quarterback has the option of, of throwing the ball, and if you throw it into 
not the first window, but the second window, then uh, you, you might be downfield, which I think that's what happened anyhow. But the fact of the matter is, um, Kenny just taking the ball and going in, Max, two good plays. We got something good going there. He's provided a spark. No, he has provided a spark. He also, you know, like atoned at that point for the uh, the first interception, the one deep down to Claypool. Right. Right, the one that LaMarcus Joyner um, – picked off um off of off of the uh, off the deflection and so you know you're like okay this team is overcoming adversity right you're overcoming penalties or interception turnovers um sudden change type of plays and they're they're starting to rock and so now we're at a position where we're like okay okay this place is rocking Hinesfield you saw terrible towels twirling and then right after that what do we play on the Jumbotron, Wolf? Hmm. It was a renegade. Oh, renegade. Oh, the yeah. Renegade came yep. after that. Yeah. Because now the defense needed that stop. Yep. And so the place was a bubbling. It was a brewing. <laughs> and it was electric um, in, in Acreshire Stadium because we knew that, man, we have a position. We've clawed our way back uh, from being behind. And now we're adding on to a lead. And how often have we said that this year? Yeah. Not, it's not happened often. Not very it's often. Not happened often. So I was I was feeling really good about it. Well, the thing that, that impressed me coming when Kenny came in, um, the crowd is obviously behind him. That first time out, it was like forever before it seemed like he was able to take the field and get going because they had a TV timeout and they're waiting on the TV and so forth. Uh, but he was he was he looked like he was just in charge. It wasn't too big a stage. It's something he's comfortable with. And he made some good decisions, obviously, and he obviously later on made some poor decisions, which that will happen. The one to Chase Claypool, um, I still I gotta say this. I, I think Kenny underthrew it actually, because I think if he had gone across the numbers, Chase could have had an op- opportunity to chase that one down, so to speak. A little play on words there. Ha <laughs> ha. But the fact is Chase still got his hands on that ball, and it was no, when it was not located well. But the but Chase still could have made one of those plays that he is so capable of making. But we have not seen Chase really grasp that that greatness that looks every when I watch this guy as the athlete that he is, what I think he's capable of. All I can think of is is you know bigger, stronger type of guy than than John Stallworth, somebody like that, and and yet he just does. What, he had two targets and no catches yesterday. Yeah, it, it was tough slaying for Chase Claypool in the statistics uh, department just because, like you said, um, missed opportunities. Um, when he was thrown on, you know, not coming away with the combat catch. Uh, and, you know, that's something he's, he's going to have to work on that rapport just because you haven't seen it. I did like the fact that both, Mitch and Kenny were pressing the middle of the field. Right. And allowing for guys to go and be competitive with the ball. And that's kind of what Chase did. Chase kind of came all the way across the formation. And it was, uh, it it was, like you said, not particularly thrown well, but still a catchable ball that was, that was thrown. And that if you don't have the guy that is of Chase's size, right, being six foot four, 200 Mm -hmm. plus. You got to be able to go make get, catch the jump balls, especially if you're not going to just torch a guy 
you've got to go win the jump ball situations are right there. He did not maximize and win the jump ball situation. No, he didn't. And this is the frustrating part because we've seen him do it. We've seen him do it in some some uh, big moments. And you know that he's he's capable of it athletically. You look at it, and it's just not been happening, unfortunately. And that's – that. you know, again, he, he runs the jet sweep so well. He, he, he You know, there's – He's got the big physical stuff when he's in the slot, and he's been there a ton. You know, he can get out and, and go here, there, and everywhere. He knocks over defensive backs pretty easily, you know, and for, uh, even when he's not supposed to. But the fact of the matter is it's just being able to come up with those big catches and being reliable. And it's um, – I, 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 I'll, I'll say this. The good thing is that we now George have George Pickens really starting to step up as a target and as a deliverer on, on some of the big plays. Because Pickens, again, is just a guy that we've been waiting for, that 100-yard game that's sort of stepping out and, and doing what uh, he's kind of teased all along. And, and he certainly did. And, and Kenny was going to him. Yeah, K- Kenny, Kenny and George got, a, got an instant connection. And, and that was awesome to see. And listen, he put it in places where only George could catch those balls. I mean, that one on the sidelines, I was standing right there. Mm-hmm. It was a tremendous body awareness, quarterback pitch type of play where, I mean, literally, like he just went dead leg with both his feet inbounds and then just kind of leaned into and made the catch on the side. And then, of course, adjusting on the back shoulder fade that came a little bit front side and snatched the ball out the air in tight coverage. I mean, there was just there, – there, there was some beautiful plays and, you know – sorry, that was a yawn. I apologize. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, the other great thing was and, – and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll touch on it a little bit more, but Pat Fryermuth in the middle. Yes. In that seam route. Yep. I mean, there was some great opportunities that Kenny saw and took advantage of in those situations. I think – I want to stay. I want to stay on Kenny Pickett before we get to the other goods. I don't want to ruin right. them all in one segment, but um, but it was it was just it was nice to see that rapport was kind of instant and led to high efficiency. You know, only on thirteen passes, but he you know he went ten to thirteen, which is all you can ask for a rookie guy coming in in a half. Was complete the ball, get it downfield, push it downfield, and also supplement it with a running game. I and mean, we, we actually led this game in rushing compared to the Jets, which was nice absolutely, um, to, ha- to, to have that opportunity to say that, hey, we, we rushed better than someone else. And it was it was crazy how close the time of possession was because at first Steelers kind of owned time of possession. Right. And then the Jets kind of creeped back and crept back in the last two drives to get it to where it was literally 30 minutes and one second versus 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Very How good. crazy is that for time of possession? That's, well, that's good math. <laughs> well, that's about, that's about as much as you're going to get out of me today. Um, thank normally, you. For, thank you, Mr. Wizard. Yeah. Exactly. Bill Nye, not the science guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. That's that's where I'm at with it. But I, I think I think you do have to you do have to give kudos to the change in intensity once can got in the game. There's no question about it. Look, when he came into the game, there was definitely a spark. Now, the worrisome thing is, can that spark be reenacted? Because you can only 
fire off that first time in a game just once. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. one of those things. But you know what? I thought he showed enough that at least it certainly merited the opportunity for him to step in and go after it in, uh, in the second half there. And it, it wasn't he came out and did a one for ten thing or something like that. That would have been really bad, you know, because it, then what do you do? So it could have been worse, but it wasn't. It wasn't that it was worse. Kenny came along and did something that you think, okay, that's why they drafted him number one, and that's what you you saw from him. I thought he delivered the ball well, especially. I thought he was very good on the third downs that seemingly seemed to escape us in the first half and through the last six quarters of football before Kenny uh, is the problems with third down. And so maybe, just maybe, there's a possibility that the third downs can roll a little bit better now because of the fact that uh, you've, you're, we started at least, as you talked about, the rushing attack where we got some wins on first down leading to those makeable third downs. So certainly that's a good thing. But what say you take a break there, big man? Huh? Yeah, let's do that. Let, let's go ahead and take a break right now. Um, want to make sure you understand, everyone, if you want to hear SNR and you want to hear it now in the house, go to Alexa and say, hey, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio on iHeart, and she'll do the rest. But you know what we'll do? We will step aside to take a rest, and then when we come back, we will continue to focus on the good, the bad, and the ugly here on In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. With Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 59-yard field goal attempt for Chris Boswell. That would tie his longest of his career, which he had against Dallas. He can do it. Coons with a snap. Harvin with a hold. The Boz with a kick. It's on its way. It's long enough. It's high enough. And it is good. 59-yard bomb from the Boz. And the Steelers cut in to that Jets lead. All right. There you heard it on the call yesterday. Chris Boswell. 59 yards. Mm. A new Acrisure Stadium record. For longest field goal in the stadium and who better than the Wizard of Boz to attain that title and that distinction and Wolf that's where I wanted to start my good with mm-hmm. and and I mean Boz has been pretty much automatic I mean outside of kicking into <coughs> 20 mile an hour winds in, in Cleveland the man's been automatic from 50 plus you know um, I think he's seven and nine or something like that. Did you? Did I hear that stat? Yeah. Okay. Seven of nine. Yep. I need a fact checker. Yeah. You're my fact checker. Every time we start quoting stats. <laughs> Once again, we don't promise a lot of math, but when we do have math, I am your guy, Wolf, for those Thank you. rare, rare occasions that math is necessary within this profession. Um, but yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, outside, you know, for this year, um, he's, what, three or four um, in that. And so that's where, you know, and, and it, it came – I mean, the one that was tough, it was just that, – that Thursday night game in Cleveland, the wind yeah. was so bad in that. Oh, it just blew and, it completely sideways, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, 
So, yeah, I mean, that's the one where you give credence. But for the most part, Boz is just an automatic kicker. He's been, you know, easily the, the consistent point scorer for this team. But, I mean, it, how tremendous was that? You're lining up on the logo, essentially. Yeah. And 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 you were putting it down down the uprights. And he uh, split it right down the middle. Yes, yeah, split. I mean, perfect execution. So... And there was enough leg there for a little bit longer. I mean, that could have he could have easily been a sixty, you know. I think he could have kicked it from Cleveland. You know, I mean that that well, looked like he had a lot of room, man. He did have some nice room. He did. I, I think am prone to exaggeration, though. Yes. No, no, never that. What? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean, Wolf? You mean you mean to say that you know you did not put an entire Volkswagen on your back and squat it? What are you talking no. about? <laughs> Just the front end. but uh, those were the days my friend yes yes the days when we moved large objects yes uh against their will we were athletes (laughs) well i i don't know if i was ever an athlete i was just very athletic yeah the essence of athlete can an Uh, offensive lineman be an athlete that's the question oh goodness Yeah, but 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 we digress. I mean, you know, that was probably one of the other good bright spots was that, you know, you had you had Bozzy coming in and make, making some big plays um, early, because before that he kicked a fifty-one yarder. So to account for the Steelers' six points in the first half, they were all Boswell, right? So to go two for two yesterday from those distances, pr- pretty nice. For the for the fifty plus range, I thought that was um, that was excellent on his part, and you know, special teams was was solid yesterday. Um, you know, except for of course Gunner. Gunner had another little uh, another little bobulation and fumbleation. He did going on, but luckily That's it was good. recovered. James Pierre. So I wonder, you know, also when do you start getting Stephen Sims some reps? Um, at this point, because Stevenson has been a healthy scratch up to this point in the season. No question about it. And look, just to finish up on Boz, I look at this, and after things, how they went through the first half, and what Mike was talking about, a spark, I thought Boz, that 59-yarder was a spark. I mean, that's a walk-off, basically a walk-off, you know, three-pointer that, that is from downtown, okay? It's great. And it gives that little little sort of juice and uplift. I think, and I wonder, was Mike thinking, well, we can add a little bit now. We go with Kenny, and maybe we, we, we can jump on that little tinder spark and get a little flame going here. And, you know, I, I, I think that's basically what happened. You started to get that flame going. It was cooking in the third quarter. They started doing some of the good things they wanted to do. Friermuth, as we talked about earlier, was absolutely terrific. This guy is going to be in, in the conversation of the top tight ends anywhere in the NFL. I mean, th- this guy is really starting to come on and do the things that he's very capable of, whether it's blocking on the very first play when Najee went six yards, he had a very good block in the hole, or if it's catching the ball over the middle or whatever. I mean, this guy has really come on, and I look forward to the major contributions that you're going to have from Friermuth. It, it's very, very Heath-like in what he's able to accomplish. Well, and think about that one catch um, that he had over C.J. Mosley as well. Yes, I mean, that was a heck of a catch. I don't, yeah, I don't know how he did it because that ball was 
was was you know C.J. Mosley was 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 just absolutely plastered to him, and he went up and over and snatched the ball back up and over, um, you know C.J. Mosley to to haul in a catch. But you know the other thing I wanted to say as far as you know the under the circumstances that Boz came in to kick that fifty nine yarder Wolf. Mm-hmm. Remember that was the untimed down, right? That was a rushing right. the passer. Mitch got drilled in the chest after the ball was gone. Right. That led to the opportunity of the penalty to then get in position to kick that ball. So I thought that was also one of the things where it's like, listen, you know, you, you got to try it because it's no harm, no foul if you miss it. But, you know, to have that spark and to hit that and then go into the locker room at halftime, you know, like, like, like you said, Coach Tomlin wanted to, wanted to capture some of that and, 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 and bottle it up, you know put it in the mason jar, sit it on the shelf, and then crack it after we come back at uh, at halftime to see if it's still fresh, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you added Kenny Pickett to that. But, you know, just a tremendous job. I, th- I think there was, like I said, there were so many bright spots in the game. Right. But it wasn't enough to overcome the bad spots. And I thought that was one of the tough things that you you kind of look at. And that's why it, it's it's like you take it two steps forward, one step back. Right. Another step forward, two steps backwards. And it's just it's that seesaw of good and bad to where, you know, you need to balance out the scales a little bit. Um, but it definitely was some significant things that were put on, on on the plus side of everything. There's no question in my mind that, like you said, there was a lot of positives to be taken from that game yesterday. But it waned in the second half as the game wore on. And it's this is kind of this is getting more more troubling. The situation is like I want I want to ask, you know, like what what bothers you you more? You know, the defense giving up a TD with two seconds left, say like in, in Cincinnati, right? They tie the score. Or the Pats running the ball down the throats of the defense, you know, for six and a half minutes at the end of the game a couple weeks ago. And then Cleveland on Thursday, you got the 14 and 11 play drives in the second half that just throttled the Steelers. You know, and and again, the same thing yesterday is that the defense has problems holding on to leads, you know, keeping you in the game. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've wilted a little bit under the pressure. Um, and, and, you know, Cam Hayward definitely was talking about that after the right. game, you know, his frustration as a captain, um, uh, because he, he, he's accountable, right? You are accountable for your actions and you are what you put on tape. You are not what you think you are. You are what everybody sees. Yes. And right now it's been a struggle for this team defensively to, get those opportunities and keep them because here's the thing. They did the job half of the time, right? First and second downs owning them. Right. But third down, then that fourth down conversion on that drive, you can't allow teams to convert multiple third, third and near impossibles, you know, cause remember there was a, remember there was a, what a third and a, a third and 15 one time wolf. Yep. And they converted it to the middle of the field to Corey Davis. Yep. You know, there there was just way too many times where that big play, guys would just pop open and would get you some Elijah Moore, right? Elijah the 29-yarder. Yep. That was another big 
third down conversion where it's like, no, you're supposed to be going off the field after this play. It's supposed to be incomplete, but there's gaps in the zone. You know, I think one of the things that hurt yesterday was also Terrell Edmonds going out of the game. Sure. I think I think we definitely saw, you know, the importance of having a Terrell Edmonds um, opposite Minka Fitzpatrick because he just feels it. I mean, nothing against – Trey Norwood came in and made some very good plays, made some very big Oh, the kid's got the a game. lot of upside, yes. but He's he, got a lot yeah. of upside, but he doesn't have the experience yet. Right. And yes. he's earning it. But, you know, that was key moments where maybe if Terrell's in, maybe that doesn't happen. Or maybe it still does. But, you know, I would lean more towards more often than not, not converting those because you had that veteran secondary, especially at the safety position. And, and you know, and Trey, 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 Trey did a heck of a job. But those are those moments where it's like, okay, you got to get it. You got to get us off the field. You got, or you got to get off the field and get the ball back in the offense's hands. And I thought – you know, after the one interception, I thought, okay, maybe that's going to be it. But then, like you said, to have that drive end in a touchdown with two seconds left, it's just it was it was it was impossible to overcome. Actually, no, it was what eighteen seconds left, Wolf. Eighteen <laughs> seconds left. Okay. Well, listen, we're going to numbers. Gonna... It's not math. <laughs> Indeed, we're going to take a break. When we come back, was it slim pickings? No, it was some good pickings because that's what George and did what over 100 yards we got more right here on snr open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 dollars minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua 